0: you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Sherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health assistance or therapy you feel you may be needing. If you're listening to this introduction, we have officially Entered Season 2 of Still I Rise. I'm very excited to talk to you guys more about this journey. Because it's officially been a year since I've started my journey as a survivor of narcissistic abuse. And dealing with somebody who was addicted to methamphetamines. And uh, if you are a new listener... This podcast, I welcome you with open arms. However, if your journey is still fresh, I strongly recommend that you listen to season one of Still I Rise, the earlier episodes, as I feel that it might be more helpful to your situation. As I continue on with season two, I'm very excited to be sharing with you guys upcoming projects and some of You know, the updated stories that have been going on afterwards. As I know that I have been missing in action for a few months. I'm excited to share with you guys some of the stories that went on. And I do continue to hope that this will help. So, thanks again for listening. I look forward... To this brand new journey with you all. Good morning and happy Tuesday. It's December 17th. My God, where is time going? You know, in a few weeks, we're about to hit 2020. Are you guys ready? I mean, we're ready as we can ever be, right? But I'll be honest, I don't know if I am, and it's kind of scary. But uh, I do have a few things to share with you guys. And um you know, there's a lot of things that have opened my eyes within these last few weeks. Yeah, but uh, let's get a quick word in from our sponsors and I will check back with you guys in just a moment. So I'm going to talk to you guys about being thankful. You know, we tend to take these things for granted. There's a lot of things that we tend to take for granted as far as the things that we should be appreciating. You know, we, it's so easy for us to focus on the things that are negative and the things that we don't have. And I have been guilty of that for the last few months. I I can't even say weeks or days, but for the last few months, I've been out of it. And sometimes I've, you know, I have actually mentioned this to you guys within the last few episodes. I have been in a rut, and it's been hard to crawl out of that hole. Um, As we speak, I'm still currently trying to crawl out of that, you know. And um, anyways, there's a lot going on, so it's just overwhelming but what do you do you just keep going you don't really have a choice I mean even if you stay in that hole it's like you know it's like being buried alive you know and it's like no matter what they're still gonna throw dirt on you so it's like you have a choice of whether or not you're gonna you know you're gonna dig your way out of there and you know eventually you will You know, because it's like, you're not going to allow yourself to, you know, um, suffocate in that hole and just be buried alive. It doesn't work that way. Um, Unfortunately, you know, when you go through these things, death is not an option. You know, it should not be. But, you know, I'm basically just metaphorically speaking, you know, you don't die from struggling. You know, you could sit there but it's like the more the dirt accumulates, the more you're going to struggle trying to get out. So, and I've put myself in that position where I felt like I've allowed all the dirt and everything else to just accumulate. And it it took a few struggling and, you know, just trying to break my way out piece by piece and you know some days it's like you know I would hit hard, some days I would just like barely tap, and then there's those days where you're like, "You know what, I'm tired of being in here, and you just push your way hard, you go all out and you just you know, and even then you're still in that hole, so you know at the same time, I believe that we're we're given different resources and tools you know, um, to help us get out. And it's those resources and those, you know, items. And when I say items, I'm not talking about materialistic items, but there's certain things that help us push our way out of these situations. As far as like, whether it be mentally or emotionally, you know, we have our, um, what people like to say, our whys. And those are the things that we should be grateful for, you know, um, I believe it was Marie Kondo in one of the parts in the beginning of her um of her book. She talks about, you know, just being grateful towards every item that you have, and that's the same thing. You know, like just we should be thankful for our health. Um we should be thankful for a roof over our head, having food on the table, having the ability to work. You know, it's easier said than done, but sometimes when you forget about those things, it's easy for you to fall into that dark hole and it's hard for you to get out. You know, but let me share with you guys some of the wake up calls that I've had. Okay, so the first thing, you know, um, I might have mentioned this in a few of my previous episodes. Now, I had mentioned that the boys and I have gotten sick. Now, here's the thing. We have never been sick the entire year, you know. Well, at least not this sick. And, you know, for me personally, I didn't get sick. If anything, I had, you know, probably like a head cold and I recovered within like less than a week. But this past year, my God, it was just horrid. And, you know, it was just back to back. You know, I had some mishaps with my health, and, um, you know, I got stung by a wasp, which did not, you know, serve me well, because I also had to take steroids, it was just a hot mess, so I just, I realized, okay, you know what, I've been taking my health for granted, you know, I mean, granted, it's not anything very, very serious, and hopefully I never catch anything very, very serious, but once you catch something like terminal, or something very critical, it could just, You know, I mean, that right there could definitely make you more handicapped. You know, I mean, another thing to be grateful for. Okay, I had mentioned, I think I did, that I had plumbing issues um, in my apartment. And, you know, actually for the longest time, I didn't use my shower because for some reason the valve had, you know, broken and It wasn't, you know, um, providing hot water. So instead of fixing it, I basically just kept going and showering in my boy's room. And I did that since April of this year. So April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. So I've waited like eight months before I decided to, you know, do something about it. You know, that kind of says a lot. And I know that a lot of us do things like that. We procrastinate on things. And it's it's so much easier to just, okay, well, you know what, it's a quick fix. But, you know, it's like we don't really think that way. And it's a shame, and I'm not proud. But, you know, hey, I'm human. So I finally tried to get that fixed. But the thing is, um, well... Being that the pipes in this apartment, this building, is about 20 years old, there was a little leak in there and it just got bad over time. And so um, when I finally used hot water, because I like to bathe in hot water, it started leaking and there was a big, huge bubble on the wall. And so I was thankful because I was like, oh wow, I can finally use my shower. It's nice. I have a functioning bathroom. It is great. Well, shower... And, um, you know, it was nice to have my my shower again. Well, you know, I woke up the next morning. I'm like, oh, my boys were like, Mommy, why is there a bubble on the wall? I'm like, what bubble? So I looked. I said, oh, my God. So I had to call the landlord and let her know that, you know, this was going on. But she was very pleasant about it. She's so awesome. I love her. And um, they had the plumbers come in. They fixed the leak. I had a big, huge hole in my ceiling and in my, um, in my, in two huge wo- uh, holes in my wall. And, you know, it was just funny because you could just see everything in there. And so we had to leave that there for about five days so that way it could dry. And they redid the dry wall and it was nice. It was really nice. Now they came back this morning to paint it, you know. Now, with that, you know, it just made me realize that I am blessed to have such a lovely apartment. You know, um, it it may not be as perfect, it may not be big, but I'll say this. You know, it's our cozy little home. Um, I love it, you know, and even when I first moved in here, I was so happy to have my own place and, my own safe haven and it's it's a blessing, you know? So I should be thankful for that because there's other people that are, you know, staying with others and, you know, having to get used to or, you know, just get used to living with other people or people don't have this opportunity or blessing. So that's one thing that I am very thankful for. And if you're in the same position, I encourage you, you know, really embrace the the blessings that you have um also you know with my boys you know with them being sick that was the thing it's like you know for a whole year i didn't have to worry about them getting horrendously sick but this year was just horrible because i'm like okay well well i need to take you guys to urgent care well i need to do this and that but they got better you know i i'm i thank god for that you know um, I was having some issues with my car. You know, the the sensors were going off. Where um, there was, a, they were tripping out and everything. So it was just bad. I was like, man, okay. Well, that started tripping out when I would when I would work or work when I would drive. It would just stall out, and that's scary, especially when I have my kids in the car. And you know, so I'm thankful because I have a really good friend that is awesome with um you know with cars and he actually you know helps me out for a pretty you know fair price and so um it stopped tripping out for a bit but I don't want to take that chance so you know I was able to you know pay him the money and he'll be fixing it on Wednesday but You know, I should be thankful that I have a car that I'm able to drive and I have the means now to be able to, you know, pay for that. Um, Another thing was, you know, the last few weeks I was literally and I'm not, you know, I'm not happy to share this or admit to this, but I was living paycheck to paycheck, you know, and it even got to the point where I had to borrow you know um in cash advances and things like that and i i hate doing that so you know and as far as groceries went it was it was tough because i was like you know what okay we're going to have to just stretch this out as much as we can and you know i mean even the things that we needed around the house was running low and you know my funds were running low so it was just it was tough and it's not a good feeling to have It got to the point where I literally just had to do only the necessities as far as going out to do certain things like grocery shopping and taking the boys to school, you know, to conserve on gas, you know, and I had to figure out what is next and, you know what I mean, there was like a a lot of expenses and so thankfully there were things that came about that helped out and um, it basically got me to where I was able to, you know, hold on or stay afloat until my next paycheck, which was after it. And that's usually the best paycheck ever, Um, provided I stay within my means on my bills. And, you know, when things happen, it can get tough because having to hold on those few weeks, you really have, or yeah, those few weeks prior to, you know, getting caught up, you really are holding on for dear life and when you have children with you it is so hard so hard so um another thing i was afraid of i was like man i am not going to be able to get my kids anything for christmas this year because if i'm living like this this is going to be horrible we got a bonus at work it wasn't much but you know it helped it helped and you know um i was thankful because you know a lot, of, a lot of things came my way, and um, even though it wasn't like a huge, huge help, it was a light at the end of the tunnel that was letting me know that everything was going to be okay. You know, the power of prayer, the power of belief, and just really asking for the universe to help out, you know, or just trusting the process with the universe really does wonders. So, you know, I lost sight of that for a bit, and... You know, so far, I'm like, okay, am I going to be okay? You know, um, I had to pay for a few things. There's a few bills that, you know, are still around and, you know, dwindling. But, you know, I, I know that everything will be okay. And, you know, I, there's no point in me worrying anymore. Because I think that everything that has been happening, even to as far as the, the wall that I had, I mean, that right there represents a lot. For example, The leak you know um the moral of the story my friends is really don't allow things to accumulate to where it gets so bad for example it's like with the shower i should have fixed that i should have fixed that the moment that happened and you know but maybe there's a reason for everything but you know it just goes to show that with that wall and everything it's just like okay i waited this long for this and this is what happened that's the aftermath of it so it's like even though it can be tough just try to fix things right away you know and or you know when i'm stammering here but do your best to fix what you can or take care of what you can and you know um i think and i'm a firm believer of this when You basically show gratitude, then things come back to you much, you know, quicker, better. Uh, For example, you know, I keep telling the boys, and I've said this before, when you leave your home a mess, it shows that you don't appreciate it, and things really start to diminish. You know, I started noticing that I had, I started getting bad luck, you know, and When you don't take care of things, sometimes it can be taken away from you or you can get a really big shake-up. And that's what happened. You know, um, my apartment was a mess. And it was like that for probably close to, you know, six months, six, seven months. Where, you know, sometimes it would get clean and I would just allow it to pile up and get really bad. And it was it was so bad you could tell that a depressed person lived in this apartment and in the beginning of my season one episode i would always tell you guys clean up before you go to bed so you feel accomplished and i stopped doing that you know it was bad but you know be proud of the things that you have um, as far as accomplishments be proud of your children. Be proud of all the blessings that you have because it could always be worse. Um, Let's see. You know, um, as far as like I had mentioned, I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to give my kids a good Christmas, contemplating whether or not I was going to be able to get a tree. But, you know, things worked itself out. So, you know, just remember things will always work itself out. Um, Just stay humble. Just be patient with yourself and Sometimes, if you have to tap out and take a break because you got to work on you, it's okay. Just like in my last episode, it's okay to look like or feel like you're crazy in order to make sure that you're good. Because, you know, nobody is really perfect. Nobody has the capability of staying sane and calm and, you know, composed. Because life is difficult as is. When you're a parent, it's difficult. When you gotta make ends meet, it's difficult. So there's no point in beating yourself up. I mean, if you gotta deal with all of that to begin with, why put yourself in a position where you're, you know, where you're basically making yourself break down and making yourself drained out because you're trying to please other people? Why is that? That doesn't make any sense. You know, it makes sense to us when we're in that situation. But then when you take a step back and you start noticing that, you know, you're drained you're out. For me, before, I never really noticed that stuff. And it would get bad. And even now, I think I failed to notice when I needed to take a break. And so the aftermath of that was I needed to recharge myself for months Months, not even days, months. But I have to allow myself to recharge. I have to allow myself to, you know, just put myself back together and get my head straight. Because what ends up happening is as I neglect myself, I start getting voids and I start, you know, freaking out and I have a meltdown and it's harder for me to recover. When I'm super drained, It takes longer for me to recharge, and it gets so bad to the point where I can't even answer phone calls. That's a task. I don't feel like talking to people, and the people that talk to me or try to get a hold of me, they have the uttermost best intentions for you or for me, and I just don't want to talk to them. Not because they did anything wrong, but I just don't have the energy to do so. And it's unfortunate because you feel that you're letting these people down, and there you go again. You start thinking, okay, if I, I better talk to them, but you're not your best self when you're when you're talking to them. So what do you do? I started being honest with everybody. You know, one of the things that I would hide is whether it be my social anxiety, whether I. I'm hiding the fact that I have depression, anxiety, all of that. But the worst part of it is I was trying to deny it. I was trying to tell myself I'm okay, mind over matter. But there's a fine line between abusing yourself and just, you know, being a little bit... um, Pushing yourself to, you know what I mean, above your limits. But sometimes you do have to rest. It's okay to push yourself beyond your limits to basically challenge yourself. But, you know, when that time comes where you're breaking down and you feel like you're running on fumes, it is time to slow down and do what you need to do to get back on track you serve no purpose or you serve any you serve nobody any good if you are beating yourself up if you're you know taking crap from other people who are draining you out and you're just there taking it pretending everything's okay you cannot do that you cannot fake it till you make it it doesn't work so I'm here to tell you guys today, number one, how to get through everything when you're going through a rut. I mean, maybe people, others might have a different perspective on this, but this is where I'm at today. And um, I see it as really learn how to be grateful for the things that are around you. Look at your bubble and be grateful for it. Now, I'm not talking about the assholes that want to drain you and and think that, well, they're here. No, I'm talking about what creates your happiness. Whether it's a little spurt of happiness, a light at the end of the tunnel, a little tiny light at the end of the tunnel. What is it that gets you through the day? Whether it's the love that your children give you. Whether it's the appreciation that, you know, shines through, that they have for everything that you do, even though you guys are struggling, you take that and you run with it. That's what helps me get out of bed in the morning. That's what helps me, you know, basically provides me a little bit of juice to even make it to the plug to to charge myself. You know, and I start recognizing the things that actually do make me happy. For example, I always talk about the mess in my apartment. You guys, you know, I'm real big on that. So here we are. You know, like I had mentioned to you guys, the mess in my apartment, the clutter, did not make me happy. It, In fact, it brought me down. Every time I would come home, I was like, you know what, I don't feel like doing anything. And I would just... I would just, you know, it got to the point where it was overwhelming to clean up. So I never cleaned it. I just let it accumulate. And just like I mentioned before, like that theory that I have with being buried alive, that's exactly what it is. I buried myself alive with my clutter. And, you know, I wasn't happy being home. I wasn't happy going out. It was just, you know, I couldn't even go out because I was like, dude, I'm broke. So now it's to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm starting all over again. I've I mean and here's the thing everything in your home has to be clean. For me, my boys their room was a mess. And I went in there and I saw that there were frames that they stepped on with broken glass and I said, "You know what? This is bad. It is time to clean up because this has been neglected for way too long and I need to do something about it." So You know, I kept calm and I told the boys, okay, I'm going to help you guys. They weren't too happy about it, but I said, look, we got to do this. It took us all day Sunday to clean. All day. And so, you know, it's not 100% perfect. But four trash garbage bags later, you know, we threw everything out. And, um, you know, we cleaned up their bathroom. I told them we got to get rid of clutter, you know, because that is blockage. So after that, we went grocery shopping because I, you know, I usually stock up, but I did not have the means to stock up for a bit. So what ended up happening was, you know, I I was able to, it, it took a lot of work because I had to go to the 99 cent store, I had to go to Aldi's and then I had to go to Winko. But I did that because I knew that I, if I could save money, hey, you know what? I, I, I'm all about financial literacy. So with that, I wanted to make sure that I was getting the best deals and you know, just saving money wherever I can. So we did that and I'm thankful because now I see that my fridge is now full. That's another thing to be grateful for. You know, um, for a while I noticed that I didn't have I didn't have those things and when you don't have those things, you know, you learn how to really appreciate it later. And I think a lot of these things had to have happened or they ha- they needed to happen to me and my boys to really open our eyes and have the appreciation. So when bad things happen, just know that it's serving as a reminder. It's kind of like being at work and then you get called in for a one-on-one. Not because they're going to fire you, but they're calling you because they want to... serve a reminder for you. So I will need to take a quick break and I will return shortly.